Hey guys, welcome to the CGM Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kurt Faylis, otherwise known as Chip, and joining me... The one and only Chip. One and only. I like is, it. Is uh, Dr. Pastor, Senior Pastor here at Green Acres, Michael Gossett. How are you, Mike? I'm great. I am actually really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, you know, we've had a, a couple weeks here. We've just done some some one-off topic yeah. um, podcasts. Again, if you haven't... Um, Checked out some of our recent ones. Two weeks ago, we covered uh, the 10-10-10 vision that we have here at Green Acres right. uh, that Michael shared a few weeks ago on Sunday morning uh, with our church. And just encourage you, go back and check that one out if you haven't yet. Um, but today, I'm super excited to jump in. We have a new series um, that we are launching. And the title of that series, Michael, is Why Religion Doesn't Work. Wow. And um, you're like, oh... So that's kind of a... It sounds uh, depressing. It, it does. And but it's not. No. It's super encouraging. It's actually uplifting because uh, so many times in, in life, I mean, how many people have you heard, uh, Kurt, that just says that church doesn't work for them? Mm-hmm. They walk away from the church. Um, you know, statistically, we're all aware of the, the mass exodus from, you know, their senior year of high school. And then it seems like once you settle down, you get married, you have a family, then you start kind of yeah. coming back to church a little bit. Um, but we, we see this, that, that over and over again, there's this exodus of people leaving the church. Um, mm-hmm. But we also see uh, just the fact that people um, are, are kind of walking through the motions of what is known as religion. Yeah. Uh, but but what we're going to find out is that's not what we teach here at Green Acres. That's not what is taught here on this podcast, even that we're not religious people, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we are people who pursue Jesus in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in 2019, Pew Research put out a, an article, uh, basically the findings of a study they did. It's about a 12-year study where they looked at religious affiliation, right. where people identifying as Christian or as Protestant, as Catholic, uh, you know, other religions out there, or right. Um, right. were they what well, is classified as unaffiliated, and that would be, count as people who um, claim to be agnostic, atheist, yeah. um, just do not want any religious uh, affiliation whatsoever. Right. The interesting thing they found. Um, is that religious affiliation was going down and the unaffiliated groups were going up over this time period. And so you're talking about a jump from around 16% to over 26% of Americans now saying, hey, I have no religious affiliation. Right. And right. so as we, we put that in context for our discussion today in the, this series, you know, why religion doesn't work. Um, I think Which, those... by the way, before you go to that, mm-hmm. that jump of 26%, mm-hmm. Uh, or that difference mm-hmm. for the first time in American history that it's over fifty percent now of people claiming to to not be affiliated with uh, Christianity in any way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Keep going. There, there's this shift happening in America, and so when we put it into context of uh, this series, we want to jump into here on the podcast: why religion doesn't work. Right. Um, I think what we're finding is um, if you look at Christianity as religion. In its context, in the same way as all these other religions right. that are out there, uh-huh. it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't, and people are like it's kind of turned off by it, right. and they're saying, "Hey, this isn't for me." And so, um, and today, I, I want to hopefully land in our discussion is that this is a foundation issue for people that they properly kind of can navigate through. What is religion? What is what you've already said? Relationship, right. and that's kind of the discussion I want to land today. Well, and and let's let's just be honest. This is not a new issue. Yeah. Okay. So statistically, we are seeing shifts 
in our mm-hmm. culture. Uh, but this is not a new problem because let, let's be reminded that there has never been a time in life that religion has worked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there has never been a moment in history where religion was the answer to anything. Um, when you think back, even through the covenants of the Old Testament, um, it wasn't this uh, act of religion that was drawing people to mm-hmm. to the Lord, uh, but rather it was the relational aspect. Even if you think about the Noahic covenant, if you think about the Davidic covenant, if you think about the Abrahamic covenant, and all of these things, where you see there are there there's a tendency for us to believe in a requirement based faith, mm-hmm. but it's not. Okay, see, that's what religion says. Religion says that there is a requirement of us in order to have um, this uh, religious type of understanding. There, there is not a requirement. The requirement is not there, but rather it is the relationship uh, mm-hmm. that is through the act of God's grace. And that's what we see all throughout the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not ev- it's not different in the New Testament either, because Jesus spent the majority of his ministry debunking the religion of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, in every sense of, of every sect, we see Jesus debunking uh, what the Pharisees were saying, what the Sadducees were saying, even what the Zealots were saying, or the Essenes, what they were uh, saying. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus was, was taking those concepts and, and all of their difference of opinions and saying, no, 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 listen, religion is not the answer, yeah. nor is it the way. Uh, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, not Christianity, mm-hmm. not um, not Catholicism, mm-hmm. not the Baptist faith and message. See, Jesus never claimed that. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Um, and so we always have to come back to that understanding. But let's go back to the foundational issue. Mm-hmm. You remember, because that's what you're getting at. Because So that was from 2019, mm-hmm. backwards 12 years, okay? Yeah. And so... When you think about, okay, well, now we're in 2021, Mm -hmm. but what we see from 2020 is some highlighted issues as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, because what we see from 2020 is when, when everything went online, okay, the, the church doors were kind of closed to corporate worship to a degree, Mm -hmm. everything went online, right? During the pandemic of 2020, what we have seen is that people still are not back. Yeah. Okay, what we have seen is that um, people are not, uh, ha- they have not come back to the corporate gathering mm-hmm. uh, with God's people. Now, and, and before we kind of set on this pace or a tone of indictment, that's not what we're mm-hmm. discussing. Mm-hmm. What, because there are multiple reasons why people are not back. Sure. Uh, you know, because there are still... Um, instances where people need to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID is still uh, making its way around. Oh yeah, um, at a yeah, rapid pace. We just pace. came out of East Texas having some of our highest numbers a- just two months ago than yeah. we had over the the previous year and a half. And so, uh, absolutely, there is still yeah. reason for concern for some individuals for, for certain pockets. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, what we have seen nationally, mm-hmm. okay, this is a. This is a national deal mm-hmm. right now, is that the majority of people have simply just not come back to church. Yeah. And, and, but they're out at the grocery store, they're out at the ball games, they're everywhere else. They just haven't made church a priority once again. Mm-hmm. And, and what I am contending to think is that uh, 
this is just a highlight or an emphasis of a problem that has always been there. Yeah. And now we're getting to see it really come to light. And, and what it means is that maybe foundationally that, that what those individuals, if they are still uh, not back in the church, that foundationally what, what they could be experiencing is a, an understanding of religious values, but not an understanding of relational values. Mm. And so maybe they have been experiencing religion, but they haven't experienced Christ in the way that he's truly called us to experience him. Mm. Well, in preparation for um, our podcast today, um, I stumbled upon an article from Lifeway, and this is pre-COVID, and they were talking about 10 reasons people are leaving the church. Okay. okay. And, and some of what you've already talked about, right? You said, hey, COVID kind of just amplified things. It kind of sped some of this up, what Absolutely. already existed. Sure. So let's, let's look at some of these points and see if they you know, are the same application here. They got out of the habit. Oh, man. The yeah. number one. So if we were seeing people who would get out of the habit, whether that's because, you know, they go through a season maybe where they're traveling a bunch or, you know, they had, you know, sick kids or whatever, and they just are like, you know, I, I didn't have been to church in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal to go back. Absolutely. Okay. We've which seen that again. Is, which is... <laughs> so common. Yeah. And, and it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my morning routine, I can easily get out of habit just by missing one morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it takes, uh, 10 days to build a habit, 30 days mm-hmm. to build a habit, uh, 50 days for a habit to be ingrained maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bunch of research surrounding that, that I will misquote, but, um, but it takes one day mm-hmm. to break a habit. Yeah. You know, and so it, it happens to all of us. But but how true is it that because we we allow uh, things in our life to to take really first place or priority in our lives, and that is the issue. Mm-hmm. Not that we stay out of church for one day or break our habit of mm-hmm. one day. The issue is the realization of actual priority yeah. in our lives. All right, let's keep going yeah. through. So, and like the. Again, you said this, but the habit part that there should be in our in our walk with Jesus, like signs of that relationship, and yeah. being involved in church is a sign of the relationship you have with Jesus. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Continuing on, the the second thing they mentioned, they left after gra- they graduated from high school. Right. We see this, and, and this is not again a new trend at all. Right. But the struggle from, uh, but it's a continued trend. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you say it's not new, and. And so you and I, even since we were in high school mm-hmm. and before, this has always been a topic of discussion. But but guess what? It's still not fixed. Yeah. Um, there's still a disconnect between a 12th grader and a freshman walking into mm-hmm. their college campus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not new, but we still haven't done anything about uh, it. Exactly. Uh, number three, they decided they didn't like the institutional church. And if anything, I think 2020 amplified some of these things. Without question. Uh, you know, we, we look at some of the things culturally that were happening here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, from some uh, uh, the conversations uh, about racism, the conversation that actually precluded COVID um, over the last couple of years um, about sexual abuse scandals that have happened um, within the church's walls and the church's as a whole response to that. Um, right. People have become sour about the institution of the church, and so that, well, that's caused Amer- them to leave. But that's, you're hitting on this, mm-hmm. because that's where our culture is at large, mm-hmm. and the, the church is responding uh, in similar ways as the culture is, yeah. um, because um, the church is not an institution. Mm-hmm. The church is an organism. Mm-hmm. Um and so what we need to understand is because sometimes we we misinterpret those things, but see, the world views the church as an institution. 
uh, but those who understand their relationship with Jesus and 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 really a a biblical ecclesiology of what church really is, then we understand it as a living organism mm-hmm. rather than a dead institution that's yeah. not alive and well. Yeah, you know so. That's good. The the fourth thing they, that they point out, this Lifeway article, that people have left because they were hurt at the church, um, whether that's by um, other people in the congregation, you yeah. know, you see roots of, of gossip or, or, you know, hurt feelings, harshness. Um, uh, fifth one, they say they couldn't find a church to meet their needs. Um, why people leave? I mean, that, that goes back to, hey, is it the church about something for you, or are you participating in the work of the church, the gathering of believers, um, or is it more of a show or a, right. um, you know, just an entertainment piece for you in your, in your well, schedule? Well, in both of those, in four and five, you know, number four, they were hurt at church, and number five, the church didn't meet their needs, and so they're gone. You know, those are very, uh, both of those are very legitimate mm-hmm. concerns, um, but... Uh, they do not validate your decision to not partake in corporate worship. Um, Because so many times we use uh, moments in our life to validate or justify our unwillingness to participate in Mm -hmm. corporate worship. And so we have to to separate those two things because guess what? Uh, The church is full of broken people. And and the church is full of people who are in need of God's grace continuously, mm-hmm. and so there is there there are going to be moments of of rub and difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what does James tell us to persevere in these things? Because this is what grows us mm-hmm. in the likeness of Jesus Christ. That we press into those things. We don't run away from yeah. those things. Well, and wouldn't it be perfect, right? If the church could be the the representation of what it's going to be in heaven. Yeah. You know, without sin, without uh, hurt, without any of that. Right. Because, like you said, we are. It's made up of broken individuals. Sin still has um, an occurrence within the walls of the church. It happens. Yeah. Um, and and to, I'm not trying to discount anyone who who has faced, you know, um, backlash or, or other people's wrong choices that have hurt them and led them to be, have a sour taste in their mouth about the church. But there also has to be an understanding, like, hey, I'm not perfect either. My sin exists, your yeah. sin exists, um, and you just got to understand, like, hey, this side of heaven, there's continually going to be sin and problems. The the sixth thing that Lifeway points out in this article, they had a need and felt the church didn't meet it. This is one, I think, that goes right in hand with number five, that they couldn't meet a, couldn't find a church to meet their needs. The sixth one, I think it touches more on, you know, they may have had a death in the family or a crisis, yeah. Yeah. and the church really did fall, you know, the people that should have been the ones to support them, really didn't. And they were right. hurt by that. And that, yeah. those are real things. And Man, again, and, a broken church made of broken individuals. And, and once again, it's um, valid. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a mm-hmm. valid concern. Um, the calling is, is that when we experience those things, that maybe God would use that in a way uh, that you would take on that ministry mm-hmm. of, you know, to think, okay, um, I'm going to reach out and make sure that people know they're loved and, you know, in those moments of crisis. And we talked about this in the Mm -hmm. last episode Mm -hmm. of how to respond to crisis and what the crisis management should look like in a biblical way. Um, And so maybe that person is, God is using that to, Mm -hmm. to draw them into 
that ministry. Uh, real quickly, just to, to get through these, we got number seven. That are you says, telling me to stop talking about each not one? What I'm saying, by I feel like means, you are. We I, we just have a lot of meat on this podcast. I want to make sure we cover it all. Uh, the seventh one, they never felt connected to the church, uh, meaning they may have been an attender, maybe in worship. Um, they may be set in the back of a of what we call connect groups, a Sunday school class, mm-hmm. a life group, and never really get you know drew meaningful relationships. Yeah, which is what we see in Acts that there should exist in a, in a gathering of believers is meaningful relationships. Absolutely. Um, number eight, they did not give to the church. Yeah. Right. Like, and to a certain extent, right, where you put your where you put your money, where you you show value in that. And, Correct. Um, you know, if that's not part of what you do, right, it's easy to to give it up. Um, number nine, they left when their pastor left. Um, and what um this article kind of touches on here is their connection to the local body was based on an individual, whether it be the pastor, another staff member, maybe a friend that got them to church. And when that person isn't there anymore, not even for a wrong reason, right? Right. Someone retires, someone moves away, this or that. Um, They weren't there at the church again for the right reasons. Um, And the 10th one that they say is that they moved, they had a life change happen and then they chose not to jump into a new church body. Yeah. And the, sadly, I feel like I've seen that maybe the most. Um, and I can connect it back to the point they made in this article about you know people who graduate high school and they go to college and they yeah, never get that, involved. Yeah, that move is tough. Right, you had a reason you were connected to church, whether that's friends or you maybe as a teenager, it was your parents, and this is what you grew up doing. And you go to a new setting, you're like, how do I find a new church? Right. And you never really do. And yeah. you just kind of make excuses and you make excuses, and all of a sudden your Sundays are filled with NFL football or the T-ball fields or this or that, or getting brunch and not connecting with the, the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted to touch on that just because I think it gives a good framework. You know, when we, we talk, start the series, Why Religion Doesn't Work, I mean, there's got to be a foundation to understand, um, you know, why do people go away and, and where can we learn from that as individuals? Well, you know, to be, you know, completely uh, transparent, um, you know, religion doesn't work in keeping people. Mm. because there's no connectivity in mm-hmm. religion. Um, you know, when we talk about connecting people to Christ and to the church, um, their religion won't ever fill that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always going to be a gap between humanity and God, mm-hmm. okay, that religion can never fill. Mm-hmm. And so if there's this expectation for if to be plugged into the church, there has to be that connectivity. Well, if religion doesn't meet the need, we have to identify, well, what does? Mm-hmm. And we know that that is the gospel of Jesus, Jesus Christ, that, that that is what transforms people, not through the basis of religion, not through the basis of works, not through the basis of us trying hard or any actions on our end mm-hmm. or uh, identifying requirements and then uh, abiding to them, but rather it is us abiding to Christ uh, and through His salvation that He has provided for us through His grace mm-hmm. and that we have faith in that, and that is what provides the connectivity, mm-hmm. but not just to Jesus, but that is the connective tissue per se uh, with the rest of the body of believers. Mm-hmm. And and here is what we have seen is that the religious don't desire community, mm-hmm. but those with a relationship with Jesus have a natural desire to be with God's people yep. because they have the spirit of God in them. Mm-hmm. And there's this natural yearning for corporate corporate worship. Um, during the pandemic, when when the 
the churches were closed and only mm-hmm. offering online gatherings, uh, man, there is there was a deep yearning uh, among a lot of people to get back, not to the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, the building doesn't matter. It's the people that matter. It's the other believers that we want to be with. Do you remember how sweet it was? And this is purely a Green Acres context, but do you remember that outdoor worship gathering we had? Mm. How sweet yeah. was that day? And it, if you know me at all, if you know Chip, you know that I don't love outside. It's yeah, just, you don't fa- like to sweat. I don't like to sweat. I'm fair-skinned. Mosquitoes are drawn to me in an unnatural <laughs> way, and I'm always getting bit. Um, so being outside is tough. But if you remember that day, and it, it was kind of warmer. It was summer. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. May. Um, and there was something sweet and powerful right. about God's people. It wasn't the building. No, it was. We were outside in the parking lot, yeah, in lawn chairs and on blankets, and we had a a PA system working that you could kind of hear, kind of not. But there's something about the people of God coming together in worship, and it was just a powerful day. And and what you're highlighting, like the the COVID, we missed this, right? That was such a stark contrast of going from we've had weeks of hey, we're we're watching online and we're not seeing people, we're not singing together. To having that and that's just powerful. So I'm always reminded of kind of this illustration, and this can kind of close us out. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really want to get get this in our mind because you know we we talk about church a lot here and being connected with God's people, um, but religion functions in a cruise ship. That, that's how religion functions. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about those reasons to lead, well, it didn't meet my needs. Um, I had a need and it wasn't met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't feel like this was a good fit here or whatever. You know, that's cruise ship mentality. Mm-hmm. When we think, man, I, I wish they wouldn't sing this music. I wish they didn't do this. That's cruise ship mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, Green Acres is not a cruise ship. Green Acres, because we are a Bible-believing church, and we have an ecclesiology uh, that that tells us that we are a battleship church. Mm-hmm. We're not a cruise ship. We're, we're an aircraft carrier mm-hmm. who's ready for battle. And this is what an aircraft carrier does. Uh, you think about you know, these fighter jets mm-hmm. coming in and going out, coming in and going out, because they are coming back from war that is the life around us, that is the world around us. They're coming back to this uh, aircraft carrier to get refueled, mm-hmm. to stock up, and to get back out onto mm-hmm. the mission field. And you see, that's how, the way that we want to exist here. Yeah. Not to come here and for us to soak and be entertained, but for us to come here, get refueled, and get sent right back out on the mission field. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Green Acres is called to do. That's good. That's good. And when we have that as our foundation... That changes everything about the perspective right. of why we come, and it shifts from a religion to a relationship. Michael, I've loved this conversation, and what I love about it, this is just the beginning. Right? Yeah. This is we're going to have more episodes on this topic: why religion doesn't work. Yeah. Um, this is just kind of our launching point, and uh, I'm super excited to go deeper with it. Yeah, I am too. I look forward to it in the next couple of days, and and we do want to invite you that mm-hmm. if you have not yet subscribed, uh, do that now. Hit the bell or. Um, How else do you do it? Well, you go uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All those links are provided. Aren't, don't you like how I jumped in to do that part and I don't even know how to do it? <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Chip saves the day Man, the once again. The all right, yes. It's like the quarterback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. Hey, but really, and if you're not connected with our church, hit us up on Instagram um, at GABC Tyler. And um, yeah, we're super excited. We'll hope to see you soon. Have a great day. 
Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode and joining in on our conversation. If you liked what you heard or you want to know more about Green Acres, go check out our website at GABC.org or follow us on Instagram at GABC underscore Tyler. Have a great day.